is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode numero uno of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant. Sitting across the table from me right now is... Cody Hager. What's up? What's up? What's going on, Tyler? You know, just hanging out uh, at the end of the work day, talking through some culture shock stuff. Some shocking culture here. Yeah. So really quick, tell the listeners, listeners. what the Culture Shock podcast is. We're new. We are so new right now. So Culture Shock is where we are going to be talking about culture, pop culture, movies, sports, music, etc. But not diving too deep into it. We are just two pretty much normal people. Pretty we're, much normal. We're very average consumers on this. I, we are I'm average little, consumers, yes. That'd be a good name, too. I, the average consumer. I kind of like it. New podcast name. Dude, this it. is turning into, like, mm. Andy's band names and Parks and Rec, 100%. Yes. We've thrown around so many podcast names. Nothing rhymes with orange. Everything rhymes with orange. The Andy, Andy, Andys. Andy, Andy, Andys. Tower, tower, tower. We got this going. So, yeah, we, we, we love pop culture. We love movies. We love geek culture. Um, but we're not the people who are going to tell you what happened in Avengers issue number 63, page 7. Like, we, we can't do that. But we can talk about a little bit about stuff. Um, But most importantly, we know how to record it. So uh, here are our voices, and you're stuck listening to us. Good luck. Uh, And this week, opening week, we're going to be talking a little bit about Endgame. Actually, Mm. a lot about Endgame. Um, Some things that Chris Evans has said about it. We're going to be looking at Angelina Jolie joining the MCU, which is going to be interesting. Looking at some Star Wars Episode Nine leaks. But most importantly, the big question of the day, Cody. Yes. What do you want to see? From the Fox Disney merger. Oh, are we jumping into this? We're going to it. Oh my god. We're getting gosh. into it. I mean, I don't have a lot of filler to start us off with, no, so I want to, yeah. to get us going. We're such noobs. Um, with the Fox Disney merger just being made official what, uh, a few weeks ago, like 100% official. Yeah, I don't know when that was, but it was kind of like a big news thing, I guess. But it was like a long time coming because everybody asks the question always, like people who don't, you know, dive into like the comic book side of things or like you know which studios which so like oh x-men isn't that marvel like why aren't they in avengers and but it's always kind of confusing to explain it to them right and i'm so glad that all this is finally happening because people are so confused about this if only sony would give the full rights to spider-man um we'd officially have a monopoly done <laughs> disney yeah. is so close to getting it they have the rights but uh, sony still has the little bit of to spider-man to venom to that stuff so back to it what do you want to see specifically in the Oof. MCU? What do you think would be huge? See, there's a lot of things like it, ah, there's so much. Like, of course, Deadpool coming over is going to be really, really cool. It'll be interesting to see how Sony does it because Fox was like, we don't really care. Just do whatever you want with it. You can't mess it up, right? But the biggest thing for me that I'm excited about is just X Men coming in. X men's, X women's, X men, X people, X the X's, the X's coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe because that opens up so many possibilities and there's so many little connections, right? That like just it makes more sense with the X Men. I'm excited for that personally, um, but yeah. Question that I have not told you about yet. Oh crap! Who would you want to see play Wolverine? Hugh Jackman's done. We're not bringing him over. The only confirmed person I think. Coming from Fox to Disney is Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Hugh Jackman's done. He's already announced that. It's been a few years coming uh, as Wolverine. What actor would you want to see as Wolverine? I have no idea. Like, I would, honestly, as iconic of a role as it is, I feel like they have to go with somebody, like a random one. Like how Star Wars did. Like, Mark Hamill, like, who heard him before 
True. before Star Wars, right? True. Or like Daisy Ridley, like who heard of her before Star Wars Force Awakens? They have to kind of do the same thing with 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 this because any like big name person you put into the role, they're gonna be like, oh, it isn't as good as Hugh Jackman. Like, oh, he's good, but he's not as good as Hugh Jackman. The Jared Leto thing with with Joker, right? Like it was, oh, that was good, but not as good as Heath Ledger. Do you want Wolverine to be the main X-Men? No, no, no. I agree. No. I think Wolverine no. has been done so well and done so long. What, 18 movies, 17 movies? 17,000 movies. 17,000 is about yeah. right. And I think he should be done justice. He shouldn't be in movies. He should have standalones. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see Cyclops. Hmm. Way, way more in depth because Cyclops has been so underutilized and so underwhelming, in my opinion, through the X-Men, through Fox that I would love to see him done justice. I don't know about that one. Honestly. Like, really? Yeah. He's so important. He's so uh, big. He is. He's boring sometimes, in my opinion. Now, like, like we said, we don't read every single comic there ever is about any Cyclops story ever. But just like even in the older movies, from what I saw, and even in the newer ones, it's like, okay, they're trying to do like he's kind of like a troubled character, and he wants to be kind of righteous, but at the same time has uh, – I just don't care half the time with him. While Wolverine is like, I don't give a rip about any of you people. If you haven't seen Logan, spoiler alert, he doesn't give a rip. Yeah, no, like, at all. And it's, this is all, we're recording this before Dark Phoenix comes out. We're a few months out of that. Oh, like, yeah, Cyclops could have a huge role in that and could bring some justice to the character. So that may be what I want to see. I'm also interested to see how they're going to tie that into Disney, if they will at all. Because this is the last Fox Marvel movie. Mm, yeah, Dark Phoenix. I keep forgetting about that one. Honestly, it's like I know. every time a trailer comes out, I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Me down so much. Yeah, I know. Days of Future Past, though. Yes, I was just hey. saying. <laughs> um, but yes, X Men. I'm so excited about. Um, but the question with the X Men, the MCU has been so focused on Iron Man, Cap, Hulk, Thor, and they're the Avengers. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the next saga, Phase Four, Phase Five? is going to be more about the X-Men as a team than the Avengers as a team. All the MCU has been is the Avengers. Yeah. Will it divert to X-Men being the main group? I doubt it. Although there's enough characters, I think, to to do that. Like, I don't think... I don't think they would limit themselves that way. You know, like, make X-Men the main kind of focus. It's like, oh, we're going to focus on the X-Men team for the next 18 movies or whatever. They're not going to do that. But I think they will play a big part in it. Like whatever they do in the next stage of things, it has to be from the ground up. And I think X-Men are a good, you know, set of characters to do that ground up thing where you can really start in a true origin story for uh, Professor Xavier and for Magneto. Although those have already been done, you could start in a different way with those, really build up, and then, I don't know, they could be a very important part of it, but I don't think they would be, like, the main part. I am bummed that James McAvoy won't be able to reprise as Professor X. I think he's done excellent. He's done excellent. Good point. Uh, I really do love James McAvoy's Professor X, and he's looking so much like Professor X with that bald head now. Like, I'm very impressed by him okay. as an actor in general. Have you seen the M Night Shyamalan movies with him? What is it? Split? Oh, yes. Yes. I saw Split. I haven't seen Glass. Okay. Well, Glass is pretty good. We watched that not too long ago. I want to go see the Lego Movie Two instead, which was a banger. Priorities. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, I think he did great in that. Anyway, he's just a good actor. He like, is. All the way around. And then Michael Fassbender's Magneto is so good. Oh, yes. So, I, I don't know. Disney may make a deal where they bring him over, but then timelines get convoluted. Like, no. Yeah. Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, like, what about his kids? That's going to be some complicated stuff within itself. Like, yeah. Kevin Feige has a job. Like, he has a big job for his big old shoes, but... 
He's brought us into you so far. I'm not yeah. worried. I, I don't know, dude. Because, like, I don't think they could ever use the same same actors in that way. Even using the same characters off the bat is going to be confusing. And mainly because you've had, like, Days of Future Past, and you've had these hard resets. Same thing with Fantastic Four. Like, you've had a hard reset on that franchise, and it's going to be so tough. Speaking of Fantastic Four, segues me to what I want to see. Oh, Tyler, hold on. Let me ask you. What do you want to see from the Fox-Disney merger? Go. One word. Galactus. Ooh. Yes. Um, so Kevin Feige's come out and said um, that Phase One, Two, and Three have been called the Infinity Saga. That's what fa- that's, since 2008 and Iron Man. That's what they've been building to is Infinity War and what we're getting getting in just uh, under a month. End game. Infinity. We're looking at Thanos. His chapter ends then this month. Hopefully. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope so. Like, dude, this is the climax of it. It's got to be big. Yeah. But I want to see somebody bigger than Thanos. And who's somebody who can take Thanos? Somebody who eats a planet. I mean, straight up. I want to see Galactus, and I want to see the Fantastic Four finally done right. They have been so neglected. Mm. They've been done so wrong. Yes. And you'll love this. I actually saw a picture yesterday of John Krasinski photoshopped into Reed Richardson. Reed Richards? Man, I... This really shows how much we know. Yes. Um, Mr. Fantastic. Um, it's Reed Richards. Dude, could you imagine Jim Halpert as Mr. Fantastic? He's not skinny enough. Oh, who cares? Just, yeah, he yeah. still look good. Like, I think it would be an awesome addition He's, to like, it. bulked up too much, you know? And another thing I thought about is we're transitioning from so much. This is the climax of everything in the MCU right now. Yeah. What is the end credit scene going to be? What... Are, I mean, if if Galactus is just like big old purple helmet just showed up somehow or mm-hmm. something, like I would lose my mind. See, I would too, and, but I still go back to like whatever needs to happen. Well, because first off, they're taking like a whole year off of releasing movies after Spider-Man: Far From Home, right? Like there, there's not going to be any releases for at least a year. I read that the other day. Okay. All right. So whatever they do, like I keep saying, it's got to be from the ground up type thing. So if you have a post credit scene. End of Endgame, like, and it's Galactus. I just don't think that would be good overall because then it's like you're trying to just keep building on the hype. Keep building on the hype. I think it has to die down just for a little bit and, like, let people think, okay, I guess we're, we're done. And then all of a sudden, like, get a popular movie. Yeah. And it's, then a post-credit, yeah. I'm really interested to see what they're going to do because this is, as I said, the, the climax of everything we've seen so far. There is so much hype within this, not with just, just in geek or nerd culture, but in pop culture in general. Like, this is going to be one of the biggest movies of all time. Yeah. And if it's not on my top five, I will be disappointed. Like, yeah. this has so much hype behind it. So what do you ne- do next? Like, the mainstream, this is like, people are going to be tired of superheroes after a while. It's just going to happen. And what do you do next? That's, that's the thing is how does Kevin Feige salvage this after you're so big? Most of your heroes are probably going to be dead. Cap's probably done. Chris Evans has already signed his final deal. Like he, he shot, he wrapped up, he tweeted about it back in October. Like I just don't know where you go from here. And I want to see him do it so well. But to get that hype back. See, they're at the point, I think, where they have made enough money <laughs> to be like, they don't need much more hype. If Marvel were to tell us tomorrow that they are going to release a film where it's an hour-long shot of Chris Evans eating a bowl of cereal, 
it would probably be the top 20 selling films of all time. Like, it would just, it would do well. So, I'm pretty sure that was one of the, like, <laughs> remember in Spider-Man Homecoming whenever Captain America was, like, doing training videos? I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Was yes. him just eating cereal, teaching probably kids how to, to eat properly. Properly use a spoon, yes. Get your proper nutrition. But that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, it's not like the hype is going to die down within even two years' time if Endgame delivers on what is, it's supposed to be. So, if... They even like start releasing rumors like, oh my gosh, it's like a new phase for, um, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and then they finally release some kind of, let's say, X Men type related film, something like that. It's going to just start building again, and they look at it, I think, on like a ten or a fifteen year cycle. At this point, like this is the end of this Avengers is like the best case scenario, and then they would just look, all right, what can we do for the next fifteen years, kind of thing. Which they've already confirmed. What Spider Man Far From Home? Yes. Black Panther Two. Captain Marvel. Um, like Captain Marvel. Five, whatever, six, seven, eight, nine, be. ten. Doctor yeah. Strange Two. Did they? I'm pretty sure. I, um, I heard that. Or I read it somewhere. Um, no article. Um, I have in front of me, but I heard it. And then Guardians of the Galaxy Three, which James Gunn yes, is back right. on, um, which is actually incredibly exciting. But those are four movies already confirmed um, to keep the momentum going. I mean, I think it's going to happen. I'm not too worried. I'm just interested to see what's going to happen after this peak moment of Endgame because it's going to be um, super interesting. Uh, which leads us to this week we got some news. Mm. Um, some theaters reporting that they saw um, the runtime for Endgame, which is a record for a theatrical release for a superhero movie, coming in at three hours and two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a long movie. That's insane. <laughs> like, Return of the King was three and a half hours, um, but oh, gosh, I enjoyed every second of that. This is 30 minutes longer than Infinity War, which felt like a marathon of itself. But, dude, I don't think three hours is long enough. I, I want it to be longer. <laughs> I want to be in the theater all day watching this movie. If it were six hours, I would, yeah, I would just be there. I would... I don't know, get a bottle to pee. Like, I would sit through the entire I'd thing. I'd on that thing. Yes. I don't feel sorry for us. I feel sorry for our wives who have to sit through this. Because See, uh, maybe, I don't know, because Sarah is, like, hyped for it, too. Oh, Oddly enough. Yeah, she's yeah. excited for this one, but it's still a long movie. Like, babysitting fees are going to be crazy for me after this one. Like, <laughs> if it's 10 bucks an hour, that's 30 bucks just there during the movie just to see it. But it's going to be worth every penny. Um, Dude, hold on. So how long... What, three hours, two minutes? Is that what it is? 182 minutes, yeah. 182 minutes. How long was Return of the King? Uh, Return of the King was like 322. I, oh, I, that's okay. just a very rough. Like That's just what I can remember. Because that movie, like I loved it, right? Yeah, great. When it came out, I was super excited. But at the same time, you're like, man, this is a long movie. But it you feel so that. But it's so good at pacing. It would jump back and forth between so many different things. And then it came together, that one big battle when they're at Mordor. I, I thought it was perfectly done. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, 100%. It deserved Best Picture back in, what, 2008? Um, but yeah, Captain America Civil War was 147 minutes. And Infinity War was 149. Age of Ultron was 141. So, like, we're coming in at some record timing. Yeah. Um, and this is actually the only second longest superhero movie ever made. Oh, the longest one was 2009's Watchmen, The Ultimate cuts spliced in the direct to dvd animated tales of the black freighter mm, a little trivia knowledge for you there it made it 215 minutes so 33 minutes longer than in game so i'm glad it's it's not a straight to dvd cut this is theatrical so wait how long was the 
what was that? The Dawn of Justice cut? That was the oh, yeah. cut? That thing was like 345, I thought. No, it was, I think it was exactly the same. I, I'd read it in this article earlier. It was. Hmm. I've got to find this I've out. I've got to find this article really quick. Director's cut runtime. That's, that's correct. Three hours and three minutes for okay, so a minute longer. Justice. But that was yeah. the full director's cut. Yeah, this yeah. That wasn't a theatrical cut. release. I get that. Hey, that is absolutely insane. Now, hold on. Here's a thought. I wonder what they have to cut out to get it down to three hours. Because you know they're cutting stuff out. Like, I wonder what the director's cut will be for Endgame. That would be worth a DVD. I not slash imagine Blu-ray being buy. an editor in this movie. Nah. The amount of content they're going to have. Nah. That is a job yeah. in itself. Thank you, video editors Thank around you. the world. They should, Thank you. I'm so thankful. I did a video yesterday, and I couldn't take out just little, what little was clips. It? Three minutes? Three minutes. No, it was four. <laughs> four, four, uh, four, four 22. That's a marathon. Um, so, yeah, that was a lot. Speaking of endgame, we've yep. been getting some posters. Um, we got, a po- we got like, what, 30 posters released the other day of all. It says um, Avenge the Fallen, and it has every... Um, hero that is presumably dead or alive, and then I found another poster about 20 minutes ago. Mm. Um, Cody, you have that link pulled up. It's a top one. Um, um, yeah. It's a Chinese poster, mm-hmm. and it shows a full frame of all of the heroes who were alive, um, and they're in, the, they're in the main picture. They're they're bright. They're they're seen clearly, and then right under them is the rest of the cast who is presumed. Um, dead, and they're all kind of like silhouetted. They're shadowed with Nick Fury standing right at the center. Like I can see Doctor Strange, I see Spidey, little baby group, um, Vision. Yeah, you see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got so it. So it's up. interesting poster. I mean, it doesn't show us anything really new. Um, they're standing at the top, rocking it. Um, but the big thing I want to talk about oh, I is I didn't even see him until you said that. That's terrifying. Um, and then they actually the Chinese um, poster calls it Avengers Four. You see, you see the four in it. It doesn't say in game. It just says four. Um, with a lot of Chinese text or Japanese text. I don't know what it is. Um, but the big thing I want to talk through is um, the posters that most of us have probably already seen, the um, Avengers of the Fallen. There are uh, 16 posters of live Avengers, and there are 16 posters of assumed dead Avengers. They're all black and white. They're all grayed out. Um, so, Cody, go through a little bit of those. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah, I got them pulled up. What, what really sticks out to you in these? Because, I mean, we know Spider-Man's dead. We know Cap's yeah. alive. Like, but what's, what's new? What's, what's big in this? Okay, this is, this is just a personal thing. Pepper Potts, right? She's in there. Yeah, right? we never do that. No. Like, that's, that's cool to see. It is, but also I think significant in a small sense. Like, another thing to think about with this movie is that you've got, what, 32 characters that you've got to balance, or presumably 16 characters, but possibly all 32 you've got to kind of balance in the movie. Still interesting that Pepper Potts is here for me. And next to her, Happy. Oh my gosh, I didn't even see Happy. Yes, like, he's never had a big role Besides in Rocket Raccoon, like... Uh, who who ranked these? Who I'm, put these? I'm very interested to see if he has an actual role in this. Um, oh, I hope he does. But uh, one other one, uh, two of them. One Valkyrie. Like after Ragnarok, we haven't seen Valkyrie, but Is she's she in there. This? Yeah. Where? She's oh, right, I see her. Right oh. in Nebula. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Valkyrie's still alive too, which that's that's huge. There's so many of these posters, I just can't even can't even keep up with who's alive and who's not. But okay. Um, and then um. The other guy from Doctor Strange. What's his name? Oh my gosh! I don't uh, remember. Why don't we... I know it's um, Wong. Uh, I don't know. We gotta look I it up really no quick. No idea. This just brings to light like 
you know, we know stuff. We don't know everything perfectly. And also a problem with comic book movies where they just assume you know the character because their hair is cut a certain way or they're wearing a certain... Or like, when you have a comic whatever. book character when there are 32 main characters. It is Wong, by the way. Wong, that's yes. what I thought. Yeah. Um, so I'm impressed with myself and that knowledge. Yeah, good but then let's go to the dead. So, you know, we got Spidey, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, your group. Mm -hmm. um, the big one to me here is Shuri. Is that how you say your name? Shuri. I'm pretty sure. You're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, sure. about that. Um, <laughs> okay, why is that? Because, like, she had such a big role in bringing Vision, you trying to you know, extract the, the Mind Stone from Vision and all mm -hmm, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I feel like Vision's going to have to come back, and he's going to have a big role in this in some way. But without Shuri, is she going to be able to bring him back? Is he going to be able to come back? But then we look at the other poster that was released, mm -hmm. and she was on it, right? I might have just said that wrong. I don't remember. We talked about this yeah, earlier, we talked about and maybe it Cody just gave me some completely wrong information. Cody's an idiot. I agree. Which is very possible. Yep, I could um, have been wrong. That was just my bad. But either way, you got a point. Like, she had, or like, even for a moment in Avengers, um, you thought for a second, like, oh my gosh, they could actually pull this off if she can get this thing done, so right? So close. But... She doesn't. Ends up all going to crap. And I do hope for Vision's sake that he does come back in some way. Because like even in Age of Ultron, I don't feel like they ever did Vision correct. I agree. Right? Like what well, not correct. Like he was I, really, I, really cool for like three seconds in yes. that movie. And then like in this last one, nothing really happens with him. He just like he gets his butt beat in Glasgow. Where were yes, they at? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like that's not Vision. I know. Yeah. Vision is so... He really is an OP character. True that. Um, I mean, we, we didn't really love Age of Ultron in itself. So, like, yeah. just the embodiment of all of that, like... When's the last time you watched Age of Ultron? Curious. The week before Infinity War came out. Really? Yeah. So, it's been about a year. Yeah. Um, but our last top movie... We've been riding um, Endgame a lot today. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I mean, the next month is going to be so uh, full of Endgame. So much. But there was a BuzzFeed article that came out today, which is a very, very credible source. Yes. <laughs> um, but hey, Chris, they're actually kind of credible they now. They, like, they give me some pretty good stuff. Yeah. But Chris Evans was quoted as saying, in regards to Endgame, it's a good one. It's a real good one. Admitting that he's already seen the movie, just the first hour of the movie, this one's really good. I choked up like three times. In the first hour. Dude. So, what do you think that means, though? Like, what does that mean for the movie? I, we can't overanalyze it too much. I, like, I just want to shut up and watch the thing. I do, too. I think it just shows us how powerful this movie is going to be. I mean, Chris Evans was literally, he was in the movie. But him just simply just seeing the final cut within the first hour before you even get to the second act, the dude cried three times. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a life-changing movie life-changing you're I calling so. it right now it, it is right a life-changing movie I'm you're calling, calling it, right it this is a movie that i can't wait to show my son whenever he's old enough oh that's sweet. and i haven't even seen this movie so i'm so hold on that, so when i think of like movies like okay when i have kids i like i want to make sure that it's the right time and i show them this movie and on that list is Endgame. star wars yes. right now yes. like which star wars is i was talking to elizabeth the other day i was like when did we start showing you to star wars yeah. because we can't show him episode three when he's five years old. Like, the dude will have nightmares forever of Anakin killing younglings. Well, no, you don't start with episode three in any, anyway. I anyway. Know, but, but yeah. like, do, just, hold, on, hold on. When you do show it to him, are you going to start Phantom Menace or are you starting New Hope? I think 
just with a kid's brain, I think they're going to like Phantom Menace. No. <laughs> no, they won't. I no. Know, I know. It's, no. I know. Um, but in reality, I'll probably start with some like... I'll probably start with episode four just because it probably is one of the most kid-friendly in reality. Yeah, um, yeah I see that. And then we'll probably watch a lot of Clone Wars and uh, Rebels because that's kid-friendly and I love it. Um, but that just completely diverted us to something else. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. Um, <laughs> back in on um, – there was a Russo Brothers tweet that came out, I think around the time of Infinity War, where one of them was quoted as saying, like, we shoot new footage for the trailers. We edit and we do CGI for trailers that just makes – it basically deceives us. We analyze so much about the trailers that they know that we're going to find something out about it. Yeah. Is he being real? Like, I, uh, what do you think about this? Do you, do you buy it? I don't. Like, I, I honestly don't buy it because what we were saying about the editing process, right? Like, like for a movie, it's my understanding, and I could be wrong, but it's my understanding they shoot, let's say, 20 hours of truly usable footage, Right. Like, that's a lot. It is a lot. So that's why an editor's job is to like make the story out of that, right? Working with the director and creative people, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I don't believe that he went through and was like, oh, you know what? Hey, while we're out here on this set with all the pyrotechnics and with everything ready and while we've got the green screens, like, let's just shoot this one shot for just the trailer to throw people off. Don't buy it for a second. They probably just cut it out of the edit and then said, oh, let's throw this in the trailer to throw people off. So question. Yes. Do you think that Nebula and Tony are actually in oh. the scene in the most recent in-game trailer where they're like in their quantum suits uh. and they're walking up? Yeah. Do you think they're actually yeah. in that? Or is that just complete just... No, that's in the movie. That's, that's, that's got to be in the movie. I'm just... Man, there's so uh, much thing we can speculate about yeah. this movie. We'll have more we episodes that. Uh, in the next few weeks about in-game. But I think we've uh, crushed that to death yeah. for the day. Um, what Hold on, I do want to point out that on one of these articles you sent, it has all the memes of people just putting Avenge the following. Yes, I, was, I saw that. These are pretty fantastic. The one I said to you yesterday was the one with Mark Hamill on it. Or Luke Skywalker. Oh, it was yeah. him from like episode 9. Um, yeah, my favorite one is Wilson from Castaway. That, I saw that one. <laughs> Avenge the following. Um, our last little bit of Marvel news today is that um, Angelina Jolie is actually signing on to be a part of an Eternals movie in the MCU. Um, it's um, She's set to join. You know, It's not completely official, but there have been a lot of um, different articles that are broadcasting that Julian Jolie is close to signing on um, with Disney in Phase 4. That's, I mean, like, that's exciting. That's, that's cool, but it doesn't mean much to me right now. Once again, like, just because there's so many unknowns. They could say anybody. They could I don't know. Just throw out a name and like, oh, they signed on for Avengers. Channing Tatum is Gambit. Yeah, like, cool. But let's see what happens in <laughs> in yeah. game before we say anything because they I could agree. really. This could be throwing us off. Like, nah, not really. Dude, but does anybody know who the Eternals actually are? Like, yes, like. Okay, people do. Yes, but we hard, don't. Hardcore fans are going to know who the Eternals are. We, I really don't. I googled them to find out who they are, and I still don't really know. So other like very casual fans of the MCU are going to have zero clue. They just know Angelina Jolie. So hold on. I want to know what your understanding of the Eternals is. Are I have zero none understanding. Like throw out some names because that might would help. Hulk. Okay, I know who that is. Yep. I, I, I don't know if Hulk's in the Eternals. I thought I saw him in a picture of the Eternals. Yeah. I, like you said, I don't know enough about it. I've never read anything with the Eternals. I've read a few Same. comic book series here and there, but 
nothing with that. So anyway, that is nice though. They're going to pick something where it isn't kind of the common knowledge. And it will be nice. I mean, having Angelina Jolie in the Eternals that'll put butts in seats just because it's Angelina Jolie. I mean, it's a A-list actor. She's going to get people there to yeah. do a, maybe a lesser known story. Kind of like, kind of like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though Chris Pratt wasn't as big then, he was still a well-known name. Not Angelina Jolie level at the time. Yeah. Definitely not. I don't know if he was that big. I can't remember. I wish I could remember as well how he big was, he was at that I moment. I know. Parks and Rec was the only thing we really knew him from. Yeah. Maybe a few little like big grade comedies. Well, also, what was that movie? Oh, with Jessica Chastain and uh, Zero Dark Thirty. He was in that. And oh, I remember yeah. watching it again. I'm like, wait, why is he in this? Yeah, no, I, I know. Um, know. Anyway. Yeah, Eternals are going to be like a Guardians of the Galaxy. People don't know them, but you know they're going to do it justice if it actually um, happens, which this is all just speculation yeah, right now. It's very beginning, beginning phases. Um, but now, my most anticipated story of the day, the thing I've been waiting to talk through with you, we've purposely put this off. If you can't tell, that is Star Wars music coming from Cody's mouth, and it's beautiful. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yesterday, we got a leak from an episode nine poster. The first or did we, though? I don't know. That's the yeah. thing. This is the first image from episode nine at all. We don't know the name. We don't know anything about it. We know that there may be a trailer coming out in April, which is still a few weeks away. But this thing, this, this show shows a lot. But yeah. first, I do want to uh, share something that I saw with it. Um, it was actually a Mark Hamill tweet in regard to it, uh, he actually cast some doubt about it. Somebody tweeted the image out to Mark Hamill, um, and Mark Hamill basically said, "Like, I'm not buying it. It doesn't look." He said, "Doubtful. Looks like the work of a hashtag UPF. I don't know what a UPF uh, is, I'm but Mark something Hamill with Photoshop is know. saying that it looks like a doubtful image. But this doesn't look like a fake to me. What do you think? Okay, so the only thing that throws me off is that in what I've like searched on this, I can't find like a high res version of it. I know, which there, would make sense for a leak. That would, but uh, I don't know. It is throwing me off. It does look legit, though. Um, just everything about it looks legitimate. It looks kind of like the IMAX version. Like you know how they're kind of like art, so to speak. It's not a photo. It's it's where somebody's painted it or whatever. The, it kind of looks like that. Interesting. I said to you yesterday, one of the only talks we had about this poster. That every poster I've ever seen with a Star Wars movie doesn't just say Star Wars. It has the title of the movie in between it. You know, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like when they first announced the movie, they announced the name of the Last Jedi first, and it was just on that black star screen. Yeah. And then they came out with the poster afterwards. This just says Star Wars, which is a very new tactic for them. But like, let's just look at this poster for a second. And okay. if you're if you're listening along right now, um, do yourself a favor, go do a Google image of Episode Nine leak trailer. Not while I'm driving, please. Leak poster. Yeah, don't know why you're driving. Um, but so you can look along with us. So we can kind of just dissect what this means. Um, and by the time you listen to this, there may actually be a confirmation about if this was true or not. Um, but hey, speculation. That's what we're gonna be. That's what we're all about. That's what we're gonna be doing. So, um, <laughs> what's the first thing that just stands out to you in this poster? Okay, so. First thing straight up that stands out is Kylo and the Knights of Ren. Yes. In the background there. And once again, this is so like low res. You literally have to lean in to kind of be like, oh, yeah, okay. That looks like it. But Kylo with the mask on again and Knights of Ren in the background. Yeah, mask on again. That's important. Yes, it Because is. the mask was destroyed in episode eight. Yeah. So, like, what exactly is going on there? And you can't even really tell what the mask looks like specifically because it's kind of it's low res. It's like, is there a shadow in there? Is hey, that part of like Darth Vader? Look on the top left thing? of it. Look on the top left of it around the skull. It looks like it's cracked. 
It kind of does, but it almost but looks like that's a reflection to... I know, ah. on Ray. So, like, yeah. I, you don't really know in regards to Kylo, but then Knights of Ren. This is what we've been waiting for since Ray's vision in The Force Awakens. Like, mm. we want to know about the Knights of Ren, but, man, Ryan Johnson let us down so much with the Knights of Ren. <laughs> don't even get me started, okay? Ryan Johnson let you down in a lot of ways. In so many Let's ways. Let's be real. I just don't even want to talk about it at this point. So there are, what, uh, six Knights of Ren, included, uh, mm, seven, yeah. including Kylo. Um, so... We assume they'll have a big role to play in Episode Nine. Like, do you think that the title could revolve around the Knights of Ren in some mm, kind of way? I don't I think mean, the title will, but it could be a big part of the story. Once again, I'm not very good at this whole speculation thing. Like, oh, the plot is probably going to be this, that, and the other. But obviously, if they're on the poster, if this is real, they are going to be a big part of it in some way. Yeah, agreed. I mean, Moscanada was on um, Episode Seven poster, and she was a important role, but not. You know, the, yeah. the, the she was in the movie. Role. Yes. So one thing that does stick out to me. Okay, you're looking at the poster on the left side. Okay. Well, you got Ray in the middle, right? Which she's in a new outfit we've never seen before. True that. Could be. I mean, color corrected in post, but like, this looks like a legit new outfit. Like she actually washed her clothes yes. for once. Um, you have Finn baby. right there. Which okay, we'll get to see three PO in a second. But who is that person beside Finn? Dude, the ugliest little alien ever that I feel like Star Wars would never include on a poster. It he looks like a fish, man. It looks straight up like a fish. He looks like one of the new Fortnite skins, like the fish one. Like it looks awful. Yeah, it like, does look pretty bad. And I know the Star Wars has aliens all in it, but like that's the worst part of this poster. Everything else looks so good. Yeah. Posing a new outfit, he's walking rocking a scarf. Um there are a few new characters. Um, there's a girl to the right of Chewie. Yeah, I see that. No clue who she is. No idea. No clue who casts her. Um, is ooh, never mind. I'm gonna save that theory for later. Okay. Until we get an actual high resolution version of this. And I'm then below her, there's another. Is it a girl? Yeah, actually, that girl. So she kind of looks like the assassin in episode two. Do you remember that? Zam. Was that her name? Zam Wessel. Yeah. It kind of looks like her from from. Like, I'm looking at it pretty Dude, far Zim away. Dude, is so dead. I know, but still, it kind of looks like, like, okay. She's a changeling. She died. Django killed her. She's gone. I get it. I get it. I'm just saying it. And then we have, a, like we have a droid next to BB-8. Um, yeah, what's up with that? Do you remember whenever the first trailer for Force Awakens came out and BB-8 was on it? Nobody knew anything about BB-8. Mm-hmm. A dude got a tattoo of BB-8 that night. Can you imagine the faith that he had in JJ right then to think, like, what if this was just some random droid? <laughs> what if... <laughs> like he was like a gong droid or something. Like, what if episode eight just started with BB-8 dying? That, that dude would feel terrible and be so mad at Ryan Johnson for multiple reasons. Uh, it always comes back to Ryan it Johnson. It is always his fault. That is true. Um, a few more things to look at: uh, the red stormtroopers. Are they red? Oof. Is that a reflection of the dark side of yeah. Kylo's lightsaber? Yeah, they look red. They look straight up red, and the reason why is because you have the red stormtroopers, right? But then right above them, you have white. Normal First Order. But yeah. think about it. There, if you think back to like OG Star Wars, there are so many different types of troopers. Scout troopers, stormtroopers, death troopers, uh, mud troopers, range troopers, death... I said death troopers already. Shore troopers. Like, there are all kinds of different troopers. So, yeah. like, these could just be, like, the Praetorian Guard-ish type of, of stormtroopers. I don't know. I don't know. It, they it, Something's got to be different about them. I'm yeah. trying to look at, like... Their, you know, their helmets, which their helmets are different than the, the ones first above. one. The one in the center is it's kind of more like angled at yeah. the nose. So it, I mean, they have to be something different. And then uh, we have a few new ships, but but the 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 big best part about this poster, 
If you look at our boy C-3PO, first of all, he doesn't have a red arm. That we can tell at this point. It's it's so low res. It's so low res. But not only is 3PO in it, and R2 isn't, (laughs) 3PO is rocking Chewie's bowcaster and his, like, ammo belt. So, once again, this always comes back to episode two for me. Oh, you know gosh. when he, like, goes through the joint assembly point, and he's, what does he say? Something about, like, trying to kill people. Die. Die, you something Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's the first thing I thought when I saw that. Dude, could you imagine him rocking Chewie's bowcaster, like, legitimately? I can't, though. He would just, oh, 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 well, I'm sorry. It'd be awful. Yeah, it would be bad. Um, but I did see an image the other day. There's actually a comic. It's probably, like, Legends now. But it was like of C three PO rocking a bowcaster. Really? Yeah, I, I can't find an image of it now. Oh, that's sad. um. But man, and another thing that Cody and I we both play a mobile game called Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. <laughs> yes, Could we you do. Imagine <laughs> if they brought in three PO with a bowcaster. Listen, I don't even have C three PO. He would break yet, the so game. Like I Darth Revan just came into the game, yeah. but like three PO would break. The game OP, son. with that. So OP. yeah, it is. Uh, it's another Star Wars year. We got uh, nine months until it comes out, but we will be talking about that very heavily over the course of the next year. All right, last take, real or not, though? I'm gonna say real. I'm saying real. I'm saying real. It looks good. I'm, I, it looks too. There's. It was too professional too for me. Like the colors, it. you know, everything. It just looks. It looks good, even in low res. I agree with that so, fully. Yeah. Um. So our last little bit of news. Um. Shazam comes out April 5th. We're right around the corner, two weeks away. There are a few pre-showings. Fandango did for some um, people. I didn't get to see it. It was like an Amazon Prime thing, right? Fandango. Like, oh, it, it was? was? Fandango exclusive, oh, yeah. Um, uh, one guy we know, Will, he got to go see it, and he was talking oh, to me about right, it a little yeah. bit. Um, but they already grossed $3 million just off that, so pretty good opening, opening, opening weekend for um, Shazam. Um, but there are some reviews that have been coming in from it. And, dude, Shazam has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Yeah, it does. But at the same time, like, I never, never, ever, ever, ever trust Rotten Tomatoes in anything. Because didn't Rotten Tomatoes come out and give, like, Last Jedi, like, an 80% or something? I don't remember what Rotten Tomatoes Oh, I need to look at this It's so hard with Rotten Tomatoes because it is, like... It's not like the the movie has a 93%. It's the the 93% of critics... I've certified it fresh. But people just look at that and they say, oh, 93%. Yeah, Last Jedi, 91%. All right? That is the tomato meter, whatever that means, where the critics rate it. All right? Audience score, 44%. That's the problem. See, okay. So I'm afraid that the same thing would happen with Shazam. And I think the same thing happened with Dawn of Justice, too. Like, yeah. No. Was it Dawn of Justice? It was one of those other DC movies where they had like an 85 or something like that. I block out Donna Justice from my mind. Well, like, I try to true. eliminate that from all thoughts that I've ever seen. Um, oh, never mind. It was the exact opposite. It was 27% from the critics and 63 from uh, everybody else. So, uh, Looking at some other Rotten Tomatoes scores as well, which we weren't planning on doing this, but I thought it was just interesting to do. Yeah. Um, Dumbo comes out this weekend, 54%. Not surprised um, by that by any means. Us, rocking 95%. What is us? Jordan Peele's new movie. Oh, I do want to see that. I I haven't seen a trailer, but I've heard it's good. Did you watch Get Out? I never saw Get Out. Um, People described it more as a thriller. Get Out or Us? uh, Get Get Out as a thriller. Us is a horror movie. Straight up. Um, 
Wonder Park, 29%. No surprise on that. Hold on. Medea only got 13. 13%. That's when you know something's wrong, okay? I know, right? There's something wrong with it. Yeah, um, Pet Cemetery, um, it's a still not out yet. It comes out April 5th as well, rocking a 91%. So interesting to just look at Rotten Tomatoes. I know it doesn't really mean anything in the long term. Um, but yeah, 90, 93% for Shazam. Are you excited for Shazam? That's what it comes back to. Are you excited for this new hero? Like, uh, I. Uh, no <laughs> like I'm not but at the same time if I keep on hearing people you know say oh yeah it's actually really good like you should go see it then I would love to go see it check it out I'm definitely for watching it but ever since the first trailer I just haven't I haven't cared like, I, I hate to say it but I really just had not cared like, oh, I'm cool, so done with DC honestly like the DCEU just I saw Aquaman and I enjoyed it it was a popcorn movie but I hate it because DC, in the comics I've read, limited, once again, DC, far and away, have been my favorite ones ever. Agreed. Yes. So good. They, I, even just reading, comparing to the Marvel comics I've read, it's just not, I don't know, DC always grabs you, and it's deeper, and it's, it, it's, it's a, I don't know, it was always stronger for me reading that, but, yeah, it is sad. I mean, sad. They need another hard reset. And maybe Shazam will be actually good. Maybe people will love it, and it will bring some life to um, the DCEU, which it very much needs. Um, in this instance with Marvel, just man, they're winning. I mean, and they are. And for me, like from a business sense, why would you release Shazam like in between Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame? Like, what audience audience are you really trying to get? Because I don't know. There are not many people who go to the movies every single week now, I would assume. They go when they see a movie that's coming out, like that they really want to see. So I would say once a month at tops, maybe two. So I don't know. I just don't get the idea. Like I would wait until after maybe the end of the year, like go for even a December release. I don't know. It doesn't make sense for me for them to do that right now, to release it now. I don't know. I just got a bad feeling about it, but I hope it is good. Do you think there's any, any type of strategic move it, I don't know. Probably, no, no. I was going to ask you a little more about it. <laughs> oh. Because Shazam used to be Captain Marvel. And there's been some talk about it. I mean, it's been very little, but it has brought a little bit of a conversation to, you know, Captain Marvel herself just recently in the past few, like 20 years, to become Captain Marvel. But Shazam was known as Captain Marvel originally. I, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting that they're coming out a month apart. Once again, you ask the normal person that, and they're going to be like, oh, who? cool. Yeah, like, who? who are you talking about? Who? Why? Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't get it. So, yeah, that's all the news we have uh, for this week. Um, but Sorry. before we close out, we have one big question we're going to look at weekly. We um, are look, we're culture shock. We're going to look at culture. We're going to look at all things um, that you can consume. So we're going to be looking at some binge-worthy content. TV shows, could be movies, could be video games, could be a book, could be comics, could be anything that you are binging right now, something that you are just really enjoying, that you want to share with everybody. So, Cody. Yes. What you binging? Oh, uh, I haven't had a ton of time to actually watch much of anything. When I've had time to read, I've, read, I've been reading Band of Brothers, which is just like the HBO series that came out in like 2001. But it is the book written by Stephen Ambrose. It is really good. And I just enjoy those kind of like biography type things. I don't know if I've been binging that as much as just reading it when I have time. But as far as TV shows and things like that, Game of Thrones, I've been trying to watch back through. I'm on like 
season two right now, so there is no chance I'm making it by April 14th. Like, it'll have to be like three episodes a day to get through. Not a chance I'm making it, but I do could just kind of want to get caught back up, like trying to remember some of these older storylines. I don't know um, if I'm worthy to do a culture podcast if I've never seen Game of Thrones. I would agree with that 100%, yeah. I really want to, but dude, it's just a time commitment. I have an almost one-year-old son, like... Dude, that was so busy. I would not recommend that for a one-year-old. You don't think you should watch Game of Thrones? Nah, I would not recommend it. It's just so hard to find any time to watch anything that has any substance. But, like, Game of Thrones is so much. It is. And, like, I I wouldn't have even made it through it. When we started watching it, Sarah and I, like, two years ago, I think, she's like, oh, we should watch Game of Thrones. Okay, great. Let's do it. So then we watched episode one and two in one night. And the next time I sat down with her, oh, you watched Game of Thrones? She was on season three. Damn. So, like, I don't know what happened. That's why I'm having to go back and rewatch it. But it is like that. Like, yeah. you've got to put time in. And once you start getting invested, you just, you burn through but it. But it's a binge-worthy show. Does, uh, yeah, definitely. How do they do the release cadence? Will it all come out at once, or will they do week by week? No, they'll do a week by week. And it's um, HBO exclusive, right? Yeah, straight up. I mean, that's how HBO definitely operates with that. So you have to sign up for the $15 a month, and it it's like... People just sign up for Game of Thrones, so when they stretch it out over six weeks, there's only six episodes, then they're guaranteed to get at least two months. Dude, April, May, HBO is going to make so much money just from subscriptions, oh, and then yeah. people cancel in after May. Yeah, which sometimes people don't cancel. That's how they make extra money. But, yeah. like, I would normally never say, like, oh, it's worth it to pay for HBO. But, but in you the, would hear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. definitely. Um, what so, about you, huh? What? What are you binging, Tyler? Thanks for asking the actual question. That's what I needed from you right then. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, there's one new show that came out on Hulu uh, a week ago. It's called The Act. You okay. don't, do you have Hulu? Uh, no, we used to. Okay. So Hulu released a show called The Act, which, dude, it's killing it on ratings right now. IMDb has it as an 8.7. Um, so really good user reviews. But it's about a mother and a daughter. It is... Um, oh, I did see the trailer. Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose Blanchard. So what it is, um, is that Dee Dee, she believes that her daughter was born with a mental capacity of a seven-year-old, and that she has multiple disabilities and illnesses, including muscular dystrophy, who else? Wow. Dystrophy, leukemia, <laughs> asthma, um, due to her pre- premature... Oh boy, it's been a long day. <laughs> premature birth. Um, so like, the girl's like 15 in the show, 16, but she's like... The mom keeps saying, like, acting like she's a seven-year-old. She's projecting all these illnesses upon her, keeping her in a wheelchair, acting like she has a sugar allergy, like all these different cra- crazy things. Um, and I'm only one episode in, and I, I, I'm hooked. I'm hook, line, and sinker in this show. Um, and it's interesting because in the first episode, spoiler alert if you haven't seen episode one, Cody, sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yes. So it's, it's show in 2015, and then it goes, goes back seven years in the past, which is where the story is really taking place. But in 2015 you see a murder of Dee Dee, mm-hmm. which is the mom. So the whole time you're like, did Gypsy murder her? Like, what happened? Um, after, did she, did she snap? So I'm, I'm hooked. But with Hulu, it's the same thing as, like, Game of Thrones. They don't do the whole Netflix, drop it, and one day you get to watch it. Hulu releases weekly with this show. So they released two episodes the first week. They released episode three a day ago, a few days ago. And then it'll be just one episode a week. So, like... I want to binge it. I want to just really dive into it, but I gotta watch it weekly. But I'm really excited to see um, what that turns into. Have you? Speaking of that, have you seen that you can go on D, whatever her name, Blanchard's Facebook page, oh, and really? the last thing that was posted was in 2015, yeah. and it was she's in federal prison right now. Yeah, it was 
well, I don't want to say the words, but that person is dead, right? Yeah. And that was the last thing that was posted. What in the world? This is insane. I've got to get on this. <laughs> Dude, are you, are, you, are you for real find her Facebook page? Yes. Her actual Facebook page? Yes, the article that, that we were looking at, you can go down and it has the Facebook, like, where it, it just has the quote, and you can literally just click on the picture, and it goes to D D E E G Y P Blanchard um, Facebook, and the last time it was active is 2015, and it has 7.2 thousand shares. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah, it's a real life story. Like, that's the thing. Um, there's a Facebook page called Free Gypsy Rose Blanchard, so people are trying to say like, she's. There's justice for us. She's yeah, done. this is intriguing. You need to watch it. I need to it's, watch I'm this. I'm really interested in this. We're going to watch some more tonight. So she killed her mother? Is I, that what I guess so. Is? I don't know. Oh, you haven't gotten that far yet. I don't, I don't want to get some spoilers. Oh, sorry. Um, and then another thing that we're I'm actually binging right now um, is March Madness. It's March. Uh, I can't help it. I yes. mean, it's very different than Endgame. Yeah, what do we got going on tonight, Tyler? Sweet 16, yo. <laughs> Who's playing, huh? Tennessee Vols. Oh, oh yeah, I'm a Tennessee volunteers. fan. I've been a Tennessee fan my whole life. Um, so, Vols playing at Purdue tonight, 6.30. Got to get home and watch that. I'm excited. I'm nervous. And then Auburn, which is where my wife is in a long from, plays tomorrow. So, yeah, um, we're binging that. It's going to be all of our TVs. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch it. Um, but I think that's all we got for this week, Cody. That's all I got. Dude, I, th- I think we hit it pretty hard. Yeah. I think it was a great yeah. first episode. If you liked what you heard, um, share, like, subscribe, whatever you can. Um, just get the word out. We want this uh, podcast to be something that you enjoy, something we enjoy. Um, so, yeah, get the and word out. Culture shock. The easiest thing for you to do to help us out is to rate and review us on iTunes. So, if you can do that, please, thanks. Not just iTunes, but wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. iTunes, Google Play. Um, Spotify, SoundHound. SoundHound doesn't even do it. That's like MySpace actually would be great <laughs> if you could get that. on MySpace. Dude, you can tell we're just completely new to this whole thing right now. No, but MySpace is still around, so I'm not new to we'll this. We'll get better at our closing, but yeah. No, get this the word is out. great. Share. Uh, thanks for listening uh, this far. You made it 50 minutes in. I'm very hey, I'm proud. impressed. Proud. Very proud. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Culture Shock Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.